Pole. Welcome back to the A-Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Amir Hammond. Joining me today will be Brant DeBoe. Hey there. And Morris Osario. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I love how you had it in That was great. <laughs> uh, how have you guys been? It's been uh, a crazy week. I've yeah. been lighter. Okay. Yeah. No took hair. a bit of hair off my head. Yeah. Yeah, um, not gonna lie, I did the same on he, my face. Uh, you got more Brent's got more in his like, face than he does on his head. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. Just yeah. pure square footage. I think you're right. I, th- yeah. I think so. Um, all right. So we gotta start with the unfortunate news of Kobe Bryant's passing. I think like I'm just gonna start with like my story and basically like how I found out. Mm-hmm. Um so we all know like Saturday was, it was a big game. The fact that LeBron was going to be passing Kobe mm-hmm. in the all time scoring leaders list. Uh, so we were all over at my aunt's house for her birthday and my whole family, we're all watching the game. Cause we're not going to watch the all-star game, the NHL all-star game. Cause it's mm-hmm. garbage. Um, so we're all watching it and, and hearing about it. We go our separate ways and then, the next morning I'm just on the couch looking at my phone and I see like, you know how Twitter has those like, like fan NBA accounts or where it'll be like yeah, NBA yeah. central. Like, mm. so one of them was just like, man, this Kobe news better not be real. And then I see like three minutes ago, t- what TMZ had reported. And I'm just like, Holy shit, there's no way. And then I told my dad and my dad's like, get out of here. You're, 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 you're bullshitting me basically. And then for the next like eight hours, we're just on the couch, mm-hmm. just watching the news come in. And I then gotta- I go over to my grandparents' house and, and my grandma was like stunned. Cause she's like, we were just talking about him last night and all this stuff. And it's, yeah. it's crazy how like the world is in some ways, you know, it's, it's wild. Cause his 81 point, like the anniversary of his 81 point performance was like, not that long ago. And I remember seeing commercials like that commercial he had with uh, Jalen Rose. Yeah. Where uh, he was asking for 81 olives or whatever it was. And like that whole joke that went off. Like I literally just watched that not even a week before he died. And it's just like, it's crazy how quickly life hits you. But that was got to be the worst reported thing I've ever seen. Yeah. That was awful. Start to finish. It's like, I understand you're trying to be first, but like, you got to get some facts straight before you start throwing things out. And it was like, it went from what it was like, I wasn't even sure if he was uh, dead at first. Cause so it went from five people are dead. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so people are like, Oh, well his, that, that would be like his whole family that, mm-hmm. that could be with mm-hmm. him. And then they're like, well, Rick Fox is with him and he's dead. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, well, then that that means that it wasn't his whole family for counting yeah. like that many people. So yeah. it was just an entire shit show. And then like four hours later, you realize, oh my god, it's nine people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then how do you, how do you go from five, five people to nine? To nine? And yeah. like, yeah, it just it just embarrassing for some of these places. Like, I if I'm TMC, I'm sorry, TMZ, I'm embarrassed right now because like the way they handled that whole thing, it was like yeah. Vanessa Bryant didn't even know until. TMZ reported it. Yeah, that's like the, the fact that the fact that they had to find out through TMZ. Like, I don't give a shit if they go if you got this information. I don't care where you got it from. Find out if she knows first. Don't don't yeah. come to me with that and be like, oh, we needed to report it. Like, no, don't give me that bullshit. Yeah. That's brutal. No one wants to find out that way, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like Rick Fox was on TV yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, like with the all with the inside the NBA guys, and he's just like my one of my daughters. Like her biggest fear is finding out mm-hmm. her parents have died, mm-hmm. like through the media. Yeah. And not from like a family member. So yeah. she, she, she was inconsolable because like, and Rick Fox is just like, 
he's going through like what Kobe the the Kobe news and also the fact that like it's being reported everywhere that he's dead. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not dead. Mm-hmm. Like that's the weirdest story. Mm-hmm. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't have Twitter either, right? Like he was off social so. media for the most because I remember seeing someone who's like, Yeah, I talked to Rick Fox like ten minutes ago. He wanted me to tell you that he's not dead, like he's fine. Yeah. Like no, brutal. for me it was really like awkward because like I was in the same boat as Amir like the night before. Like I was actually watching the Laker game Laker, yeah. against mm-hmm. the the 76ers and he goes and he passes LeBron uh, LeBron passes Kobe and it's like wow, this is pretty big. He's up into third now. And they're talking about Kobe the entire time, right? And mm-hmm. then the next day, whatever, I was on the couch, I was watching like uh the Juventus game, I was watching soccer, and all of a sudden my cousin posts in the chat, he's like, Yo, Kobe's dead. We're like, What? Yeah. He's like Kobe's dead. He's like, and we're all like, what are you talking about? He's like, and then he posts a tweet. It's, it's TMZ. And like, like to, to Brand's point, it's like, that's the worst kind of way to find out. Like before yeah. anybody realizes before anybody in the family or anybody close to him is informed, like everybody's learning this from the first time, like from, from TMZ. TMZ. Like, yeah. But like the thing is like, tweets, tweets that stuff. I do kind of like believe it more than, but like that's the other. problem. It's, but it's, I, but from like, them, it's I don't like kind the of fact that believable. they did it before the family. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't like, I look at them and I'm like, it, it obviously was true. So, I mean, we should have believed yeah. it from the start, but they're just mm-hmm. one of those things. It's like, it's been such gossip based and rumors and this yeah. and that. It's yeah. just one of those things. I'm like, man, I can't take your word for this. I'm like, I don't know why you're even yeah. the first one to report because it just makes you look bad mm-hmm. at that point if you fuck anything up. No, but even ABC, like ABC went out and said, oh, well, all of his daughters are multiple. Yeah. Like it, it just so much stuff was filtering through. It's mm-hmm. like this could have happened. Rick Fox could have happened. Like yep. it was just a complete colossal. Just get the show. media release before you release all that. Exactly. Man. You don't need to be yeah. the first one on this. Like yeah. nobody gives a shit who reported it. Mm-hmm. I just think it should have been from like a reputable news source mm-hmm. and like in the way that it was done. So basically I see that TMZ tweet and I'm like, okay, let me put on ESPN. So then I start streaming ESPN and ESPN showing the pro bowl. So, and I'm like, I, I and then they finally inter- interrupted yeah. with an ABC, like breaking news thing. Yeah. That Kobe's dead. And I was just, yeah. and then ESPN too, they, they do like four and a half hours of straight, like, off the cuff news coverage about the, about the death yeah. without taking commercial breaks and stuff. And I just thought that was, that was crazy. Yeah. The one thing, the one thing I was kind of shocked a little bit on, it was like anything, anytime something big in the sports world happens, I wait for like the sports and TSN notification because yeah. that's what I get in my phone. Right. And I was kind of keep, keep refreshing my page and keep refreshing my Twitter page and Sportsnet tweets out and they tweeted like promo for the Raptors game. As this is all going on. I'm like, this is not the time to be tweeting about yeah. something else basketball related. And like, yeah. I understand like you've got it uh, scheduled to go off, but like, that's one where you got to like take the second, go in unscheduled and be like, okay, let's take a seat for a second. Cause it was what 20 minutes after Kobe died or it was yeah. first reported and they're already tweeting basketball stuff. I'm like, uh, read the room boys. <laughs> that was rough, but yeah, it's, it's a tough thing, but like, <laughs> You see how the NBA is like reacted over the past couple. I think the fa- the way that Kobe died was just like it's the worst. Like the, mm-hmm. the entire story. Like I don't think in our lifetime we've seen in our lifetime we haven't seen anything this tragic. Like no. 
Like the Roy Halliday thing. The Roy Halliday like, was the one comparable one. But, but, but this was him flying a plane that like he's not trained and mm-hmm. like he was under the influence from what I remember. Yeah. And yeah. it's one of those things is like, okay, like you can put those together. This is just such like a freak, like in the fog. Nobody even knows what happened yet. Like it's and, and no offense to Roy Holiday, but he's not we're talking about different levels of yeah. of athletes. This is yeah. a top ten NBA player of all time. Yeah. And the fact that he died in the way that he did. He died with his daughter. And like it that, just it hits so hard because you saw yeah. Kobe in the last like year. You saw him on the sideline. Like I I can't remember if I mentioned on this or I was talking to people, but like yeah. you saw a couple of weeks ago, he he's him and his daughter were sitting courtside watching mm-hmm. Luca play. Mm-hmm. And Kobe's behind doing all the, and yeah. and Doncic is inbounding the ball. <laughs> and Kobe starts talking to Doncic in Slovenian. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Doncic is like, what? Mm. Because Kobe grew up in Spain and and the fact that it's it's like a melting pot over there, he's mm. somehow picked up the language and stuff. And like Dantich was touched by this and the, mm. the and the fact that like he could do this. And just seeing like how Kobe was such a like he was such a role model for champion women's sports. I think like we lost a great one from that perspective, also. Yeah. The fact that like he made he was one of the people that made the WNBA cool in a yeah. way, and like you you're allowed to um, be like that and hearing the story of like Kobe when he went on Jimmy Kimmel and he would always be asked oh Kobe you gotta have a boy mm-hmm. and the, the the one that had died with him Gianna was with him and she'd always be like oh no I got this yeah. like th- about carrying on the legacy name and I, I was just like it's it just hurt because you knew that they had a special bond and yeah. I guess like it's poetic in a way that like they died together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's all uh, TNT did a really good job. Last it night. was incredible. Incredible. With yeah. everyone they brought on the Steve Nash's stories were really good. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade talking about how they were in the gym together and doing all that. Like just like and the respect he earned from like, these guys are hall of famers that are talking about him mm-hmm. and it was just really good. And then you get the shack, like yeah, the whole shack thing. And like that one, hurt. that broke my heart, man. Like it's yeah. just, listening to him talk about it. I'm like, you know what? It's cool. I mean, Kobe didn't mean as much to me, obviously, because I wasn't much of a basketball fan. I understand his reach around the world, incredible athlete, but like to see someone like that, who like they spent their first part of their career together and he's, he watched Kobe grow and they had the feud that they had. And like, they were trying There's to squash things. They like yeah. you, you. It's sometimes like you don't need words. Don't need to be said. Like you guys no. know how you feel. And I mean, like, going back to your point, like even though you weren't a basketball fan, I think everyone recognizes what a cultural figure that Kobe mm-hmm. was. Yeah. And me and Brand were kind of debating this and via text. And I'm like, because the U S media is involved so much in what portraying, like what's popular. I don't know if there's like as big of a death that could have happened like to any other athlete because of how big the NBA is and the way that it happened. Like, and the fact that it's in LA, like, it's just, it's, I, I think, I, I think it's easier. I, I to say, the, the, my only argument against is that I think it's easier to say it now because it just happened and all sure. that. But like, yeah. if this would have been like, there's, there's a number of guys you could say in any sport that yeah. if this happened mm-hmm. to right now, it'd be the same feeling, but this is just like, it's recency bias to a sense. That's like, it just happened. And you're like, you know what, yeah. Look, yeah. At, look at what's going on here. The one thing I bring it back to, and it's kind of funny is the, the Muhammad Ali stuff. 
Because yeah. Muhammad Ali, I thought was dead to be honest for a long yeah. time because the guy looked like he was going to go in like ten minutes, yeah, yeah. ten years mm-hmm. before he did. Yeah, yeah. And so he he passes away, and they had television specials running on him for like four straight days, and that was the only thing you heard about. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I kind of compare it to that in the sense that like he's getting the same type of coverage, but it's just one of those things that when a legend goes down, man, it's just it hits yeah. everybody. And this, mm-hmm. it was the same thing. Like you expected it with Muhammad Ali and he got that. Mm-hmm. You didn't expect this at all. And it's kind of the same. Reaction. I think Muhammad Ali is like the one other athlete that like, you could say that yeah. just because of what he did. Yep. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. social, like socially as well as like yeah. his athletic achievements. But like, yeah. it's just so bizarre. This entire story, yeah. like mm-hmm. how it unfolded. Like some of the reactions are like just the pure genuine Mm-hmm. reactions like completely raw from people like the one that hurt me the most seeing was Shaq like he broke down like it was, even Doc it was Rivers beautiful like, though in a way it, Doc exactly Rivers so Doc Rivers it, it nearly brought me to yeah. tears like mm. yeah like he never coached them right like no. they were always the no, right he, he coached against coach, them all the time he always he coached that. against them in those Celtics the Boston, versus Lakers yeah. right like and it it just it's hard to watch but I mean and and that's the thing like the thing about Kobe I say this in the most like poetic way. He was such a motherfucker out there on the court. Oh, like, yeah, that's what like I my Dude, two favorite the, players. Was it Matt Barnes that threw the ball like in exactly. his face about here? And, like, he didn't. He didn't even wasn't afraid of anything and no. anyone. Mm-hmm. So like when you hear that he died, it's like, oh, Kobe didn't die in that way. Like if there was any a guy like that helicopter's going down and somehow he gets out of it, like he just jumped and fucking exactly. floated and he down. Lived. Yeah. Like he's Chuck Norris and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that like that's just the type of guy that that Kobe was. And like my two favorite basketball players ever were were Shaq and LeBron, and like. The thing is, when you look at both of them, that you can't learn from from them is like the Kobe Mamba mentality. Like, mm-hmm. I never got to see Michael Jordan, so I don't know like how how intense he was. I like mm-hmm. everything that I've heard is that you know him and Kobe both had that same mentality. Mm-hmm. And I think like you see all these these NBA players uh, and their tributes and stuff. I think that that's they take a kin from that because you want to earn the respect from that guy that had that type of mentality, that killer instinct. And that like Kobe didn't, there was that clip. I think it was on Kimmel again when they had Swaggy P Jordan Hill and Jeremy Lin. And like, they were all just going on while Mm -hmm. Kobe was out for the year with an Achilles and they were like, just making fun. And then Kimmel asked him, would that be going on if you were there? And he just like stone face looks at him. Like he disgusted that they're (laughs) celebrating like a loss when they they've lost, like they've won a game and they've lost like every game, basically that season. Like he was just the ultimate competitor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to bring it up because it's a little ridiculous, but like the whole people going on about his sexual harassment stuff. Yeah. Like, the one thing like I'm I'm not here to tell anyone how they should and shouldn't think, mm-hmm. but like this was nearly 20 years ago. I, mm-hmm. If you're seriously mad at this guy still take a look at yourself 20 years ago and tell me you're the yeah. same person. Yeah. Like it's a joke. If you're still like, I understand if you're a victim of sexual assault. Sure. But like, if you're not and you're still looking at this guy, like he's a, a villain, like you can't tell me someone hasn't changed in the mm-hmm. past 20 years and you can't see the growth mm-hmm. in Kobe Bryant. Like and also, if if you're still going on about that at this point, it's more of a you problem than it is a him his problem to me. Yeah. And also, like the fact that the victim in this yeah. in that in that scenario felt vindicated enough to take a settlement mm-hmm. can make me feel okay with 
with the result of the legal system in that yep. scenario, right? Yep. If if it if she wasn't, then take it to the full extent, like yeah, punish. But that yep. didn't happen. You know yep. what I mean? So like, yep. why am I going to harp on? Like, it's is it a mm-hmm. black eye on on his clearly career? sure? It, yep. Like it it, yeah. it needs to be said in the story of Kobe, but. I think everything that you've seen in the last 20 years, like can make you realize he's tried to be a better person and like he's mm-hmm. grown as a person. So the one thing for me was just people that are tweeting it like, Oh, you can't forget that he did this. It's like, mm-hmm. Kate, where were you? Where were you last week? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. don't bring this up now when Kobe's died and people want to grieve about yeah, the guy. Exactly. Like I, I don't have to look at him as what you look at him as mm-hmm. it's, I don't see him as a villain. It was 20 years ago, man. Like, it's in the past. He's not that man. Like mm-hmm. it's 20 years. It's such a long time. We've had like, like I, four presidents in that amount of time. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, brutal. I just, no, for it, me, it's like, me. it's a moment of complete sadness. Mm-hmm. People are in a state of grieve grievance. Like there's a lot of remorse going mm-hmm. on. Like, how can you, why is that the focal point? I, like, yeah, I, I don't agree with it. Like, obviously, yeah, it's something that happened. It's it's a matter of reality that there's you know there's a lot it's of there. People. It's part of his legacy in whatever capacity you want to call it and shape it in his career. Yeah, it happened, but yeah. in this you know small period of time that we've now heard about the news until then, like people bringing that up. I mean, I disagree with it, but again, yeah. like to Brand's point, I'm not going to tell people well, how to think. I, you know like, what? In the grand scheme of things. Yeah, like in the grand scheme of things, I feel like there's a lot other things he did, mm-hmm. you know, within the last 20 years that, you know, made people like me, like, I don't think like Kobe, like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, like you've seen like some of the redemption tours of athletes, like I think A-Rod mm-hmm. flipped the script on like everyone of, yeah. of he's this extremely likable guy, mm-hmm. Kobe, uh, Tiger Woods now, like Tiger. with his redemption, like yeah. you've just seen these athletes like just because they have you can do awful things and and turn it around yeah the one thing i laughed like legitimately laughed at was there was someone that tweeted out and uh they were pissed off because his whole network net worth sorry is going to go to a non-black person and she thought that it should just be going to some some black person it should just carry on through the affirmation. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? These people have been together. Like, what is it? 30 years now. She was 18. He was 21. Yeah. Like you've got to be kidding. I think, I think that's just like, you're just looking for attention with that one. I'm like, stop. This is not the time or the, even a legitimate argument at that point. That's ridiculous. Like that. Uh, So yesterday, the, the league obviously cancels the game, the game between Mm -hmm. the, the Lakers and Clippers. And in a, I understand it. I think it's um, fucking stupid because I think if you get through those other two days of games and then you're just going to cancel the Lakers. Well, I think it's cancel them because it's it's the Laker organization. Out of respect to the management yeah, and I, owners, I get it. Had a direct correlation to him. Like it's 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 so the the GM of the Lakers, Rob Palenka, he was Kobe's agent for like 20 years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, just I, to me, okay, man. Here's like the, here's the thing. While I really wanted the game to be played because so basically they're going to return Friday to playing this. I, I, I assume mm-hmm. it's going to be against Portland and it's not going to be Laker as Clippers. meaningful to me yeah. as a Lakers mm-hmm. Clippers, but you can argue to me the exact other side of the coin. It's like, well, do you rather. Do you- 
His mic just. I was gonna say you unmuted for a sec. That was a good point. Oh yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. What were you saying? You could argue something meaningful. Oh, you're still fixing this. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, we lost him here then. No, I, mean, I, I kind of see what he's saying. I mean, yeah, I mean, out of the respect for the team, like I could see why, because yeah, like he said, there's a correlation between, you know, the GM who was his former agent and uh, Kobe Bryant, right? Like there's definitely personnel that have been there One since sec. he last played. You guys can keep going. We are going. <laughs> we are. Yeah. I was just saying like, <laughs> out of respect to the management and people in personnel staff that have been there since Kobe's time. Like I could see why they would cancel it. Like obviously, you know, players playing now were definitely former teammates of his. So I don't think they'd want to play. Yeah, you're good. Um, The thing for me was just like, you didn't cancel um, the other games, anything else. And you see guys like Tyson Chandler on the bench where like he's in tears, like Mm -hmm. does not want to be there whatsoever. And like you force these guys to go into these games. A lot of these guys played with Kobe Bryant or uh, like were in battles with Kobe Bryant in their career. It's not yeah. like to me, there's not a lot of Lakers that played with or against Kobe Bryant because they're a fairly young team outside of a handful of guys. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's just like there's more, there's just as much reason to cancel every other game than there was the Laker game. And I'm like, why is that the choice you make? I think it's, it's, it's more for the organization. It's also for the fan sure. base. Sure. It's like it's, I think it's a big time for the fan base. Yeah, because like you saw the amount of people that were outside there. Yeah, did you hear the uh, what was it the Oscars told yeah. people not to crowd around because they're holding yeah, Oscars? It's like, dude, get out of here! Who <laughs> like, are you? are you kidding me? Yeah, like have some awareness of what's going on. Like, this is the biggest. No one gives a shit about the Oscars right now. <laughs> You're better off rescheduling because no one's gonna watch. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys see this on Twitter, but basically, Ov changed his number for warm up today from oh, eight to twenty four. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. What do you guys think about uh, the players that are changing their numbers away from 8 and 24 and the idea of like retiring the number league wide, the thoughts of changing the lo- the NBA logo? Like, I think it's dumb to change the logo to Kobe, yeah. in my mm-hmm. personal opinion. I, I don't uh, hate the, see the thing. The thing that's bothered me with Kobe is like, which number do you retire? Like, I hate retiring both. I, I agree. Yeah. But like, w- what was he like? he was equal numbers on eight and 24. Like it, there's, yeah. there's no point we could say, Oh, he was more 24. Like I remember him as 24. I, me too. But I think I that, remember him as 24 we as well. in, right. Like yeah. he was kind of eight before we were like mm-hmm. relevant in a sense. Yeah, like like eight, really... is, eight is Froby and yeah. then 28 is or, uh, 24 is bald Kobe. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, but he won championships with eight and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know man. Like I, it's just tough for me to say, let's retire both numbers. And you can't really retire one. I kind of like that the players are doing it out of respect, like because yeah. a lot of these guys are just like, no, he meant too much to me. I'm not going to wear his number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that guys should be forced to change it away from it. No. Uh, but at the same time, like, I don't see how you fault a guy for continuing to wear it also. Because, like, if they did it because it's just their number, then mm-hmm. let them be. Yeah. And also, like, if they're doing it because of Kobe, it's a respect thing also. Like if you wore that number out of respect for Kobe right from the beginning, mm-hmm. then why stop now? Yeah. Like, and and where do you and like set the precedent? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. are we going to, we're all going to retire 23. Are we all yeah, going to exactly. retire? Like, 
Larry Bird's 33. I think 23 should be retired when LeBron. But then it's like, like you've got Jordan and LeBron. It's like, that's enough. Yeah. We don't need any more 23s. This is, yeah. this is our game. These are the legends yeah. of our game. But, but then it, 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 it's, it's fucked up because like LeBron kind of ruined it where he didn't have his own number because mm-hmm. look, by the time things are said and done, mm-hmm. it's kind of rough. The fact that like, you can't really differentiate the number in a way. It's, mm-hmm. it's just going to be brutal mm-hmm. from that standpoint. Yeah. Um, this thing like showed me, I kind of want to hammer the Lakers to win the title. I was kind of thinking the same thing. I'm like, that's, I would like to see them win it now. I think I would win. also like, yep. what no. kind of world are we living in that we want the Lakers to win? I don't know. <laughs> it's like wanting the Yankees to win. I just, this has never happened. Exactly. Like if Jeter died in this kind of <laughs> fashion, like, I don't know if I'd want the Yankees to win. Exactly. <laughs> Like, oh, I feel Not so bad, but I, hope, happen, I still but hope like, you don't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, if you use like Jeter, Jeter might be a pretty good comparison, but baseball's not as big as as basketball. It when was, you're talking, it was in Jeter's time, but, but it's not now. In terms of global outreach, I don't think anybody could match the NBA. No. Yeah, right. So we, me, me, and Brant were like trying to compare this, and it's awful that we're kind of talking about this in it, like, but. It, we're using it from this. We're talking about this from like a sports standpoint of how mm-hmm. big like a certain sport is. So like, I brought up soccer because of how big th- it's like the international sport. Yeah. So we brought up your boy Cristiano, okay. and we were like, it'd be a big story in Portugal and Real Madrid. No, I think it'd be bigger than. I, yeah, I don't know if it would be big. It's, I think it would be much bigger across be Europe, bigger. dude. Nobody, nobody has big more followers on Instagram than Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo. He's literally, yeah, I, he's literally he's, the biggest. Super he's the poster boy for you'll know, like everything. I, I understand, but if we're using like the U.S. media, because it, like we we understand how how much influence okay it yeah if that's gonna what See, dictates like, it like yeah the, just, the u.s media has a heavy ESPN, influence espn isn't doing a special like on this on ronaldo like this correct that's what i that's what i'm trying to say but in, they, they might be dude no no i'm with amir in the sense that it's it's all dependent on the u.s media to me yeah. there's a lot more people in uh north america that if you would have went up to and asked like if they knew either one of them i feel like they know ronaldo first correct because I, no, to me, it's just, like he's like he's a pop culture icon on yeah. top of being a sports icon whereas kobe really wasn't okay but kobe has more fans in china no i think i don't think i don't think so man he was the first guy to embrace that that was brought up a lot that the he was the first guy to like embrace china and like the the fact that like well, his shoe did so well there and all this all the people that were Adults when Kobe was playing in China, they all have coronavirus now anyway. So it's oh jeez, oh, he went there. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus. No. It's, it's I just I don't know, man. He I think Ronaldo just has more of he has more reach here because he's just been such a pop culture icon and like like and but he's, he's never he's played model, that's dude. my like, thing. That's my yeah, thing. That's fine. In five years when he retires and comes to the MLS like everybody else does, then he can have a little bit of the fame here too. That'd be fun. My my it's thing just is like an arguments yep. standpoint. Uh, I mean, I think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. That's I know, I know, no. but I'm just saying, it's like just the like U.S. A- media it has the heavy influence on it, right? Like mm-hmm. definitely in terms of who would gain more attention here, Kobe yeah. Bryant would. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of global outreach, I think, I think 
Cristiano's the bigger name. Sure. Agreed. That's not to say one's impact oh, is going to be bigger than the other. Yeah, one say die. No, I'm not trying to say that at all. So like yeah, there, there's right? a long list of guys that have, or a short list of guys, sorry, that have mm-hmm. a name that you're like, this is going to happen for all of them. Mm-hmm. And they're both on it. And they're both probably near the top. We're really just discussing this because of like how big of a deal, like this just doesn't happen. We're these, like, one of these absolute superstars, but that's the thing. They don't right? really live a full life. Like it's how many times can you say that a, a major player, like a top three, top five in one certain sport dies at such a young age. Like the last, right? like, like in sports, the last one, like there was a really good one that got brought up was Jose Fernandez. Yeah. He was, he was, yeah. he, was, was, he, he, was a, he was literally almost half as young as Kobe. Yeah. Was, like right? that one, that was definitely, that, that one hurt. That one hit me, man. Cause like Fernandez, I believe was, was he a year old? Twenty-two. He was like twenty-two or twenty-three. Like he he was almost our age when it happened, basically. And I'm like, but it doesn't have the it's it's. I still don't think it has the impact. No, obviously yeah. not. But this is a kid that was in his third year in the major. No, I, I agree. But like, this is a guy that, to me, if he would have, if he's still alive today, he's winning Cy Youngs. Like it's no, I, because that guy was dominant. What I was gonna say, like, it's the most shocking sports moment since Magic Johnson announced like HIV yeah. that he had HIV. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you get the, like the junior sales where that was like, holy shit. But that wasn't like, it didn't hit a ton of people. Like I didn't even really know who junior sales was at the time. Um, Aaron Hernandez is a big one. That's a, that's a good one actually. Um, Cause that's like, you'd never that see was that. Just bonkers. Like yeah. that, the entire story was just like, f- there was a fold up. Like it just kept, there was layer after layer after so layer. Much. Jesus. That's nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. Nuts. Uh, but like it, it, it's just an awful situation yeah. as a whole. There's so much that like more that we could say about it. Like I thought the Raptors did a really good good job last night. Yeah. Uh, like they had a whole video for them. Uh, the 24 yeah. seconds. I was gonna say that the 24 and the eight was smart too when yeah. um yeah. Trey Young. And then did. they had yeah. And then the like then when it was counting down from 24, it highlighted at eight. And two, because his daughter's number was two. So I thought it was neat. And then when Atlanta got to 81 points last night, they put the the number in all purple. Yeah. So like it was just. Yeah. I, I like uh, I like Philly doing the 33 seconds of silence because he yeah. wore 33 at uh, mm-hmm. Lower Marion. Lower Marion High School. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's the thing that's been brought up. It Kobe's been in people's lives since he was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. And like. LeBron's been in people's lives since they were 16. Like Mm -hmm. the fact that this is the first Kobe lived through social media Mm -hmm. and it's the first one that like you've literally seen grow up and you saw like, I don't know if you saw Ellie Duncan from ESPN and how she did her. Oh, she did her thing on um, how the first time she met Kobe and basically that was uh, the girl's dad thing, right? Yeah. The girl dad. And it was just, it was beautiful. Like, Mm -hmm. It, it, I've heard was, a lot of good things about it. Yeah, it was a tearjerker. And you see all these athletes now and just people tweeting out hashtag girl dad with a picture of their daughters. Like, yeah. uh, it melts your heart, man. Like, just to the point of the outreach, like, it's pretty crazy. Like, they don't want to do the memorial in Staples Center. Like, they want to have LA, it held in LA Coliseum, like 80,000 people. Yeah. Right. Like, it, it just goes to show, like, there's not many bigger names and terms of how big an impact and effect it has on one city like it it's a crazy crazy story Mm -hmm. 
it's going to be a sight to see because like who knows like when they're holding that and, and stuff yeah. like that and like a big part of the, so uh, there was that new york post story today that's like oh vanessa's like distraught and yeah. stuff i'm like no shit <laughs> the <laughs> fact that like not even her, her husband her, her husband and her daughter just died yeah yeah like forget Two. like the husband it, it happens like 13 year olds don't die yeah two out of the four other people yeah mm-hmm. in her household are gone and, like, and listen like how is she not going to be distraught like you got to think of a of like there won't be any like mourning process what's what's the other thing uh like when someone dies like uh, a way to like there's no closure because like i don't know how much of their bodies are left because it's a crash like there was a fire like i don't know like you can't just like look at them you know when like there's always like a casket it's open like i don't think like in this situation you're not having an open casket for either could you imagine like you can't like forget even kobe you can't tell your daughter like like you're like you're last words like there's no bit of closure mm-hmm. whatsoever in that i think that's that's just awful like mm-hmm. it's brutal yeah should we should we move I on think, to yeah, better yeah. thing yeah i mean brand's tried, to, brand's tried to pick a fight with like china right here i don't pick fights with china. <laughs> i i think that how whole, could they sell the name I, of corona i, I, I think people are worked up too much about it i just think like it's, it's not my that big went, a deal my brother went old. downtown today and i was just like oh i'll kill you if you bring yeah this but like the thing the thing is like if it hits us it doesn't really matter like we'll beat it it's fine it's just like it only affects people that are like old or newborns or have like deficient um what do you call it Immune system, like if your immune system's not where it should be right now, then it's probably going to hurt you a bit. Like that's kind, of, that's the only thing that it's the that's the only people that it's killing, right? Is like the older people. So I'm like, eh, maybe let's just relax. But who knows? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm knock on wood. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, uh, I don't want it in my household because yeah, yeah, it's not agreed. Yeah, I'd rather not have to deal with something like that. All nope. right. Yeah. Super Bowl Fifty Four. We never talked about. Uh, the results from conference championship weekend, but uh, we both know, we all know that it's uh, gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be the San Francisco 49ers against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, conference weekend was a little disappointing. We got basically one half of good football, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, For which that game? kind of stuff, either game were very city, good. Kansas City, Tennessee was good yeah. in the first half, and then. <laughs> everything else was just it, then that game dropped off and like from the first snap basically in the 49ers game they just dominated, dominated. yeah and Green Bay came back to get a I think they ended up covering the game or was, they were at least close to yeah somehow but I awesome. stopped watching yeah I think I stopped in the second like I don't I stopped uh, watching the San Fran game but I was on edge the entire K- KC yeah. versus Tennessee yeah. game until like the third quarter and until you realized, the third quarter right like yeah. You realize that Kit, Brian Tannehill wasn't doing anything. Yeah, and Pat Mahomes is just a monster. Yeah. Uh, so, what's you guys' early thoughts about this game? Like, uh, is, is there a way that you're like, what's the key matchups that you're looking at? Is there a way that you're leaning? What, what's, what's your uh, me? First thing I look at is not it's not what you might think. It's the Kansas City defense yeah. versus the run game. Yep. Yeah, because That's, they stop. Huge. 
Yeah. What 220 yards for Raheem Mostert last week, mm-hmm. and like I can probably you can probably safely say that's the only reason they won that game for the most part. Like, well, like you don't know. Like if Mostert doesn't well, have it, that, it, it, it's, 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 Jimmy, Jimmy G throws more than eight times. Like. Sure, you lose a uh, you lose Tevin Coleman in the first too, though, and it's like yeah. your only kind of your only run option left. I mean, yeah. they have Matt Breida, but he wasn't doing anything. I think that they they just have three average running backs. Yep. Like I wouldn't say most there's more than anything really more than that. Most there's like seven team or something. They're all average like, running backs. Most there's the most dynamic one of them. Yeah. That's yeah. what I would I would definitely um, there to me it's three average running backs, but when you piece it together and you have them mixed up like that, like there's not any better running attacks than when you have a full tandem of three guys yeah, that can all hit you in different ways. Yeah. Right. The, the thing I see is like whether or not Kansas city shuts down that running run game, it's like Jimmy G can sling it when he wants to. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if it's so much as Kansas city's defense it's uh, totally- being able to stop that offense. I think that Kansas city offense needs to learn how to beat that defense. It's totally different than looking at, the Tennessee game, right? Because mm-hmm. in the Tennessee game, you're just like, okay, let's stop Derrick Henry. And they mm-hmm. didn't do that in the first half, but in the second half, they did. Because they just didn't, they, Derrick Henry couldn't get going because they Ryan Tanner couldn't, couldn't throw, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and like vice versa, you know, you yep. kind of know what I mean. Yep. So their offense could never get going. But no. you look at this 49ers defense, or sorry, the Kansas City defense like going up against the 49ers offense. And you're like, well, what aspect do we kind of take away? Because there's no specific running style that the 49ers have. Like they can go power run with Tevin Coleman, but is he out for the mm-hmm. game or what? Mm-hmm. Like, so they can go out. So Breida's kind of can, can do both. And most it's a scat back kind of. So like there's, there's different running elements opposed to yeah. what Tennessee had. And like the Kansas city chief defense isn't elite, but it's, yeah. it's good. I don't understand why Frank Clark was running his mouth last time. When he's like, oh, we shut Derrick Henry. I shut Derrick Henry down and stuff. I'm just like, you are a designated pass rusher. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, so I thought that was bizarre. And he's, yeah. he's still running his mouth. But like also one of the wildest things that happened over the last like 10 years and Richard Sherman's going to the Hall of Fame. But the fact that he doesn't really like cut, shadow receivers is one yeah. of the more bizarre things. Like Him it's and, like... Um... Darrell Revis. Revis were going at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not funny. Yeah. They both made really good points, but it was. was He he called them out because he doesn't. He doesn't go on the other side. He only. He doesn't doesn't cover the best receiver. (laughs) Covers. Yeah. So I'm not really concerned with the 49ers defense and the the San Francisco, the the Kansas City offense, because I think they're going to. They're good. Yeah. It's good against good. Mahomes but makes I think, shit happen. Exactly. And I think that things are going to happen regardless. Like 49ers are going to make big plays on defense, but I also think that Pat Mahomes is still going to score. Like yeah. it's whether or not Jimmy G can, I can, you can basically spot Kansas city 28 points. Like I think you, it's whether or not that. Uh, that's good. I still, I still think I mean, though, like, I still think Mahomes can put up three touchdowns. Yeah. Right. So I'm giving them 21. Do I th- yeah. see them getting another f- another one throughout the span of the game? Possibly. Yeah. Like I, I think this is going to be an incredible game. It's going to be a great game, in I my opinion. It. Yeah. Like, it just looks like one of the better matchups we've seen in a while. Instead of. But like, I could also eight. could you could you not see like a scenario like I'm just thinking it out right now that okay where it's Jimmy G running the helm and it's probably not going to be very good. 
the Chiefs get the Chiefs get the ball, uh, and then the 49ers shut them down in the first possession. The mm-hmm. 49ers get good field position, and then the 49ers are just controlling the game just from the from the clock, man. Exactly. Yeah. They just control. They score. They get a touchdown. Go up seven nothing, and then they just they they get off of a good start and then they just run with it from there. Which, like I can absolutely see that. Which hasn't really bothered Mahomes, right? Mahomes like just plays from behind. Could it be like the Houston game and he comes back like that? Yeah. Possibly, but also like I could it's also a- think that like the 49ers defense could just yeah. make plays all the time and just it's not a it's it's not a game. It's a lot harder to come back against the Niners defense than it is the Texans. <laughs> Let's rank uh mm-hmm. I like doing this. What's most likely in terms of blowout or close game from each of the perspectives like Kansas city blowout, San Francisco blow San Francisco close Kansas city close. I think a can- uh, San Francisco blowout is real possible. Like, I don't is know it more possible than Kansas city blowout. I honestly, I think so. Just because I think that defense is so good that this could be like uh, the Seattle Denver super bowl. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like you remember it? Like, yeah. Where everyone thought Denver was just going to walk away and Seattle's oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was a. It was the year that it was the historic offense, right? Yeah, yeah. We're through what fifty something touchdowns. And you set set the record. Like, yeah. I think that's a fair possibility that that could actually happen. Because Jimmy G is not Pat Mahomes, but Russell Wilson also wasn't Peyton Manning, right? Like, it's a yeah. same situation. <laughs> Jimmy G can also throw, and yeah. their running backs. They they just have so many of them that one of them are probably going to have a good game if you give him a chance. <laughs> It's like I still don't believe in the 49ers offense. I, I know, but I don't understand why and not. Outside of outside of Kittle and Kittle, like Kittle did nothing last game. More in the like he didn't have to. That's the crazy thing. I'm just like, why don't they? Because if they did, I trust them so much more. Mm-hmm. Because outside of outside of Kittle, who's the elite option on that offense? No one. No one right no now. One. The no best one. one and the next best Those one in my is. No, in terms people, of the receiving, is probably Debo. Debo. Yeah, people can go for yeah. like that um, seventy yard. You're like well, reverse play, and you're like, what the hell? Happened? But you don't trust that guy. You know what it, I mean? Um, like, what's their fullback? Is Uzcheck? Kyle Uzcheck. Yeah. yeah, good fullback. Well, and now we lost Brent. Yeah, which means I'm next. So, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. He's he's. Oh, oh, picked a good picked a good time to freeze there out there. There you go. <laughs> no, I think you check's a good receiving fullback, which like oh, he's, he's, he's yeah. a, a weapon. They just have all these like fullback. They have all these good weapons, but they don't. No, really, they're, none are great. I mean, none are great. Good, no. Debo, good. But there's no one that's bad. That's the yeah. other side of it. Is like they don't have someone that's like, please don't throw to him. Yeah, yeah but right? that's the thing. Like, all it takes for me is one stop for the Chiefs. Uh, one stop for. This, of the Kansas City offense, yeah. mm-hmm. they get into good field position. They make an early score, and then Mahomes has to start slinging it. Like I could see it just being a run fest from the 49ers where they do the exact same thing. They're running the ball, running the ball, running the ball. They've established the run to the point where it's going to be insurmountable. Like that's the one thing. Like to the point of where I, I rank it, I can either see it being a before anything else. Kansas City and or San Fran close game yeah. and then yeah. San Fran blow. I don't yeah. see Kansas City blowing out San Fran. I agree. I because I agree. okay, I I'm I'm thinking through all this in my head right now because I really haven't thought about the game that much with like the Kobe news and just yeah. like yeah college football recruiting because signing day is coming up. But like I just thinking about it, 
it, Kansas City's offense, the way that they have to attack them is by the screen game to get rid mm-hmm. of that the the rush the rushing that mm-hmm. uh, the pass rushing that San Francisco can do because then you get the the alignment slow and like would you not take all f- f- okay take out Kittle would you not take all four receivers on Kansas City before anyone on San Francisco and I'll go through them Tyree Kill yes yep, obviously Kelsey yes yeah Michael Hardman or Debo Samuel I like Debo Samuel. He looked really good last week. I mean, but. I'd rather have Emmanuel Sanders, though. Yeah? Just because he's a... He's, Sammy a, steady, he's a steady guy. They've done that, too. I never like Sammy Watkins. Neither do I, but, like, he could also just burn you for... There's times where he blows up for some years. Yeah. Kansas City has three receivers that can just burn you for... Uh, Kansas City has three receivers that can burn you for 50 yards. And like I think you just run screen passes for Hill, Cardman, and just watch them fly. Even Davian, Damian Williams out of the backfield, like and that's I think the thing. why did yeah. he lose his job, basically? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he got hurt and he just was never their running back ever yeah. since. I mean, even thing like Mahomes, you saw it against the the Titans, like the 30 yard run. Like he's gonna have to use his feet this game. Yeah. And I, I think he's gonna be okay with that because we've seen he can do it and he's a mobile quarterback. I don't think there's any questions about his knee or his leg after what happened during the season. Like he's shown he's mobile and that he's healthy. Like, I think that's, it's going to be a good matchup. But I don't think you can, I don't think that you can game plan for Mahomes to do those extending plays. Exactly. Because I don't know if they'll be there. You know what I mean? With the, because Mm -hmm. of the pass rushing that San Francisco has, Mm -hmm. I think that's just really tough. If you're going to rely on, on that, that from like, I wouldn't, I'd want quick, quick game run to the line of scrimmage. Never let those pass rushers get comfortable. Quick slants, screens. mm -hmm. Just because you get those linebackers. Because like if you're ranking the, the units on the field, like, DBs, linebackers, and and D line. It goes D line, linebackers, DBs. Like in terms of who you're trying to avoid on on the 49ers. Mm-hmm. So like you want to get that set that that front moving for San Francisco, get them tired, yeah. and then you can just then you can run those plays, those long play action plays that like it gets the defense out of sorts. All right, what's you guys pre- predictions about the game? Score, 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 score and winner. Oh, I don't even have a score, but you you guys go. Um, San Francisco, twenty eight seventeen. Uh, I'm rider ride or die with Pat Mahomes, so I'm taking the Chiefs. But in terms of the score, uh, I don't know, thirty one twenty four. I like score. I like thirty one. I'm gonna go thirty four now. And then. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go 34. I'm gonna log this just so I have it on my phone, so I could look back at yeah. this and say, "Wow!" You, you want to put mine in there too, so I don't forget. Yeah. Okay, so I have. Mm-hmm. Let me check with you. Hold on, hold on. Oh, the over under. Uh, I was gonna go 34, but now I'm definitely not because the over under is only 54. And what did I choose? I did 31, 24, which is 55. Ooh! Oh, wow! I didn't even know that. Look at me. 31 24 Chiefs is who I have it. Let me look at the past Super Bowls. <laughs> no, I just want to see like look at the Rams and the that's Patriots. What I, that's exactly really good what I mean. The game. Super Bowl is never really that high scoring game. Um, sometimes. 
I think a lot, but last year was definitely not. Last year sucked. Easily the most boring Super Bowl of all time. Brand, what was your score line? I think I said 28-17. Niners. Which is 45 points total. So I'm taking the under? Yeah. Yes. Way under. I got 34-31. Is it like a game-winning field goal? A last-second field goal from either Robbie Gold or Harrison Buckner. Harrison Buckner. Wow. Wow. Kansas City. The Jolly the Jolly Red Giant, formerly Jolly Green Giant, finally wins his first Super Bowl. Andy Reid. Let's go. Andy Reid. Nice guy. I don't know. I might change my pick because I don't trust Andy Reid in big games, but who knows? Get <laughs> in here. Who knows, man? I know. I do want to see him win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I think the historic it's a, coach. It's a better story if Kansas City wins, just because. Uh, well, they also haven't done it in fifty years, so yeah. 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 Any thoughts on uh, who's the MVP in your uh, scenarios? Patrick Jimmy Mahomes. Jimmy G. Oh wow, you guys are really uh, going up. The Patrick first Mahomes. Okay, okay. Well, I'll do one of each. I'll do I one think- of each. Patrick okay. Mahomes. Okay. Or Nick Bosa. Uh, no, George Kittle. Yeah. I, I think Jimmy G is a more out there pick than Kittle or Bosa. Because uh-huh. like Jimmy G just won a game with eight passes. So he's you're telling me he's gonna step up and lead All this right. team to a win now? It's I'm gonna go win. I'm gonna go more dark horse. Okay. Quan okay. <laughs> <Quan> Alexander. Uh, <laughs> Tyron Matthew at plus ten thousand. He's gonna get a lot. He's gonna get a lot. He's gonna get a get a pick six. The honey badger. Tyron Matthew. Four sacks. Plus 10,000. And um, hmm, I'm looking. Uh, Mikko Hardman. Okay. I'm not saying anything. Punt return. Punt return. Kick return. Okay. It's, uh, okay. Sure. Crazier crazy things have happened, man. It's a Super Bowl. I'm not hey. just going to be like Pat Mahomes. Like, no shit. The fucking favorite. Come on. Oh, well, yeah. You asked who we thought. That's I'm riding or dying with Pat Mahomes. I said it from the beginning. Tyreek Hill. Plus 1,400. Sure. Yeah, what's fine. Pat Mahomes? All right. Uh, 100. Like he's, even. he's even. Yeah. What's, uh, what's Jimmy G? 250. Oh. Mostert plus 700. Mostert would be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, Tevin Coleman? What no, about, I don't what see about Jeff Jeff Wilson Jr., the fourth back? Cal <laughs> use <laughs> uh, You know who's one for San Francisco that I like their odds? Mm. Uh Fred Warner plus twelve thousand five hundred. What what's he? Is he a linebacker or defensive back? Linebacker. Linebacker. I, He's really good. I'm done betting yeah, no, against the MVP because I've got four cents left in my account. A dollar so. to win 126. Sure. <laughs> Come in. It. Why not? <laughs> you know, uh, Tyron Matthew, a dollar to win a hundred. Like <laughs> the honey badger. Yeah. Just like, put a dollar on everyone not named Mahomes and Garoppolo, and the odds are that- and let it fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So Brant's, Brant's taking the 49ers, uh, Mia Moro taking the Chiefs. I haven't uh, logged. We want to talk Leafs quickly. I got nothing, but you see the report that Elliot Freeman said that the Leafs are looking at Dumba. 
Yeah, yeah they should be uh, as they should be. I think you should be in on everyone mm-hmm. if you can. That's really hard to do because the cap situation is. Easy. But why not? Well, someone else, cap, someone else cap get hurt. Easy. Captain, what? Probably caps hurt, caps hurt right now, isn't he? Is he playing tonight? Oh, he's playing. Okay. Is he playing? He left last game, but gotcha. Let me look at it. I think he's okay. I remember them saying something yeah. about his X-rays are negative and blah blah blah. But you'll be fine with the cap situation because someone else is going to get hurt before the end of the year. It's almost a guarantee at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, because Riley's going to come back, and when he comes back, it's it's probably in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and Which there's no cap. Okay. Cabin and Salty. So, yeah, okay. Also, Angval's playing center now. Which line? Four? Third. It's Angval, Cappen, and Janssen. Oh, that's new. Well, it's been the, I think it's been that for the last. Yanni was like up for a game. bit. Um, yeah. Well, what's line two then? Uh, Englander, Kerfoot, Tavares, oh, Kerfoot. Yeah. I think Kerfoot's a, de- a trip that you can de- like. I'd rather trade Kerfoot than Janssen. I don't I have as much attachment to Kerfoot as I do the other two. And also, like, if he's not a center, like, I think that Janssen's a better player than Kerfoot mm-hmm. and has more value to other teams. Yep. Kerfoot has more value, and I'd rather trade him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Janssen's also one of very few left wingers right now. Like, he's easily your. Well, Kerfoot's left or center, right? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. He's Janssen's yeah. easily, I would say, easily your best left winger because I don't put Hyman above him, but like Hyman's there too. I think Kerfoot has more value. Like you know how it's like internal value, like the, the front office out, values him more than uh, you know other teams would. Mm-hmm. Like Bracco's definitely valued more by the Leafs than he yeah. is by the rest of the league. It's, it's brutal. I think one. like. Me and Brian were talking about this tomorrow, and we're basically like, Josh Manson would be the better fit this year because he's a defensive defenseman, mm-hmm. but Dumba's better long term because he's got yeah. Barry as opposed to two. Mm-hmm. I th- and also like I don't think that Barry is necessarily out of the woods in terms of like I think that they could explore trading him. Everyone hates Barry, and I hate it. But it's kind of true. I no, think it was I Jeffrey. It. I, I think hate it, was, it. It's a Jeff Gar- or Jake Gardner two point No, no, no. But it was the. It, I think it was Jeffy at that's basically like, like Tyson Barry is great because he plays like he's not a defenseman. Tyson Barry is bad because he is a defenseman. <laughs> His defensive zone coverage is not good. It's, it's fine. It, that's fine. Man. He scores so many goddamn points, and he's such a quarterback of that power play, man. People keep ripping on him because he takes shots. It's like you need to put that in someone's head. Like yeah. if you're never shooting from the point, your sure. goalie's your goalie's just going side to side. It's easy. It's like you pass goes over there. I'm going over here. Pass and goes over there. Kind of, I'm going over here. And that's you why I'm to- in favor of getting an extra defenseman and taking out like Freddie the Goat or something and just run seven hey. D. Or anyone on the fourth line and run seventy in the lineup anymore. Take out Trevor Moore. I don't really care about him. Uh, I love I love the goat. If if the goat is hitting, because right now Trevor Moore hits more than the goat. Yeah, I know. (laughs) The goat doesn't hit. He just scores. Just clutch goals all the time. Two minutes of ice time. (laughs) Exactly. Uh anything anything else on the Leafs? No, I don't have much on them. Go leave. Stop being so pessimistic. World. Oh, Sandine. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, I he's love doing, him. He's doing well. He's so good. 
it would it sucks long term because like they probably shouldn't have played him, but it's the better for this team to play because like if you want to win this year, I think you need him mm-hmm. in my opinion because he's he's really good. <laughs> but it just sucks long term the fact that you sure. have it now for one year less. Oh well. But also it's like you know what that's future Kyle when, when time comes like for future contract negotiations, it's like yo, I didn't do you dirty oh, and exactly make you play another year for nine hundred thousand with guys that you were clearly better yeah. than. Yeah. So I love it. He's gross. What a goal. Thanks, Nylander, for pushing the bar forward. Let it go bar down. Sweet. <laughs> uh the Hall of Fame results for the for baseball. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love the fact that Jeter wasn't unanimous. <laughs> that was so stupid. I love it. Man, so if Ken Griffey Jr. is not yet uh, not unanimous, Derek Jeter doesn't deserve to be unanimous. I don't know. Like it's one person though. Like you know I that they want that. to do this being an ass. Exactly. So I think it's stupid. Like it's the same thing with uh I think it was Steph Curry. He was or it's, was it LeBron? One or the other. They weren't unanimous by one person. I think it was yeah, LeBron. Somebody's just trying to be a jackass be I think I I think Jeter is just a really good guy. And Yankees fans professional. Yeah. But really he wasn't like that special. But because of how the platform that he was on in New York and also the success that he had in his as a winner. Yeah. Have you seen the comparisons between his numbers and Pete Walker or Larry no, Walker's numbers? I, I understand. Like they're ident- his offensive numbers are identical. Yeah. But Larry Walker just trumps them defensively. But how many World Series does Larry Walker have? How many times did Larry Walker play for the Yankees? That's the thing with me. It's just like Jeter played for... How, so how many, many times did, did Derek Jeter get to play for Colorado? Like, you think None. his numbers wouldn't be better? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. No. It's a myth. No, because he wouldn't have played in the playoffs. So he gets all this time where he's got to come back and perform. It's just different. Um, no, it's just... I think, I think that helps Jeter too is the fact that he played on some stacked teams. <laughs> Like they were gross in their heyday yeah. and he just happened to be one of the better. He was never the best player on those teams. He wasn't the best shortstop on his team. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I stand by it. And I, I love that he didn't go in unanimously, uh, mostly because I hate the Yankees, partially because I think Griffey was better. Well, That's I it. Mean, Mariana got unanimous. Yeah, but he's a different guy. <laughs> Oh, he's not a Yankee. He's a baseball How do you argue? He was. He is the best closer of all time. There is no Jonathan Papelbon. No more. more. All right. In terms of like closers, I absolutely hate Papelbon. Craig Kimbrell. Okay. I hate him more now. The fucking like. I didn't. I didn't hate that when he was dominating and he had no beard. But now he's got that weird ass beard. Because he's a Red Sox and he's not as good. I've never understood the whole like him like doing the whole arm I, thing. I did it too. It's, it's really weird. Absolutely nothing. But if it works, it works, right? Over over the summer, we seen him at Wrigley Field. Like we went to go and watch a game. We were in Chicago, and he he had a pretty crazy walk up. Like they had, I forget which song it was, but like electric throughout the stadium. And then he's doing this every single thing, and we're like, really? Like what's going on here? Oh, dude, he I was. Didn't, a, I didn't. He was I didn't know about the whole thing. Like he does the he, whole. Like, he was intimidating as hell when he was with. Do you guys, know, do you guys know what his nickname is? No. From MLB.com, Dirty Craig. <laughs> Dirty Craig. Dirty yeah, Craig. I can see Dirty Craig. I I don't know. He was in Atlanta. That guy was incredible. And then he yeah. went to Boston, grew a weird ass leprechaun beard, and yeah. just started falling off the map because he was just getting lit up. 
But no, nobody touches Mariano. K Rod was fun in his prime. K Rod was fun. Chapman um, used to be fun. Chapman was until his. Yeah, I'm not even going to bring that up. Chapman used to be fun because it's like 106. What? And his girlfriend used to think he was fun too. Hey. Ho. Relax, buddy. <laughs> You're a. I'm fired. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, Fuck that guy. Uh, Most team move ever, though, with what he did when he like, yeah, trade me to Chicago and comes back after the playoff run. You oh, got Glaber Torres. Yeah, yeah, biggest team player I've ever seen. <sighs> Yikes! Great guy, not great guy. Great team player. <laughs> yep. Ready? Is that it? I got nothing left. All right, let's go watch the Sleeps game. I agree. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time post-Super Bowl. Peace.